Welcome to Woman in Progress, the podcast for smart, successful, high-achieving women who are ready to choose themselves, stop following the shoulds, and have the audacity to create the perfectly imperfect lives they crave. I'm your host, Samantha Ushado, corporate leader by day, health mindset coach, and group fitness instructor by nights and weekends. I created this space for the seekers, the messy action takers, the women who are courageous enough to lean into discomfort in the name of growth and are willing to live life on purpose. So if you're ready to work on yourself for yourself, be an example of what's possible and meet other incredible women on the same journey, you're in the right place. Consider this your official invitation. Let's get to work. Hello, my beautiful friends. How's it going? I just want to say thank you so much for all the love and support on the launch of this podcast. I'm truly overwhelmed by the feedback and kind words I've been receiving, and I'm so glad you're enjoying the podcast so far. We are just getting started, y'all. I can't wait. So today I have a fun topic for you. I want to talk about toxic people. Good times, right? But here's the thing I want you to know. I don't believe there's such a thing as a toxic person. And this is such good news. Let me tell you why. Words have power. And when you think about the word toxic, what image does it conjure up for you? And what does that word feel like in your body? For me, I think of a venomous spider or a snake, and it gives me shivers and quite frankly, freaks me out. Toxic is such a strong word that for many people, it elicits a visceral response in our bodies. So if you think about someone who you've thought of or referred to as toxic, I want to offer that thinking about them this way is not only not useful, but it gives them a lot of power over you. No matter what energy someone is giving off, it is not toxic to you. It's not poison. You can't ingest it or breathe it in. Their behavior or energy is not lethal to you, which again is such good news. Stay with me. Okay. There are people with whom you get triggered because of your own thinking Things certain people do or say or don't do and don't say trigger thoughts in your brain, usually negative ones. And there are people who act in ways that either trigger you to think, feel, or act in ways that don't feel good and lead you to show up in ways that don't represent your best self. The way you think about them brings out the worst in you, right? I'm sure you're thinking about somebody right now. And let me be clear, while I've never liked thinking of another human being as toxic, I've certainly referred to people as difficult, challenging, and accused them of being the cause of my pain and suffering. I've abdicated responsibility for my feelings and behavior to someone else more times than I can count and in effect, disempowered myself. When I'm faced with a quote unquote difficult person, I have trained myself to think about them this way. There have been people in my life that I have not gotten along with and have a lot of negative thoughts about. And yet, there are people in the world who feel completely the opposite of me when it comes to that same person. They are filled with so many positive thoughts and are delighted by how that person behaves. How is that possible? How can the same person elicit negative thoughts, feelings, and actions in one person and delight in another? I'll tell you. It all comes down to your thoughts about them. And I'm not saying, and please don't misunderstand me, that these people don't cross your boundaries or make derogatory comments. They may behave a certain way because they straight up don't like you. Plain and simple. It doesn't have to affect you in any way, no matter what they say and do around you. They don't have the ability to hurt your feelings without your permission 
because you are the one who's in control of how you think. And while you can absolutely choose to cut those people from your life, I want to offer that you can make room for those people as well. Now, I'm not proud of it, and it's something I am actively and consciously working on, but I have a default behavior of shutting down and or cutting people out of my life when I felt hurt by their actions. I like to tell myself it's because I'm a Scorpio, but in reality, it shows a lack of emotional maturity and my inability to manage my mind effectively when I'm around them. I'm essentially in effect saying they are too powerful. I can't behave myself or control myself when I'm around them. Not so empowering, right? When we feel like someone is toxic or difficult or challenging, it makes sense that we want to remove that person from our life. If something is toxic, I don't want it in my life, my home, or anywhere near me. But if you've stayed with me this far and I've convinced you that there's no such thing as a toxic person, then you're probably wondering, okay, Sam, What do you do with these people then? These people who trigger you, these people who cross your boundaries, these people who you are challenged by when you are around them. And what if you can't cut them out? So this brings me to the reason why I wanted to record an episode on this topic. It was actually prompted by a discussion I had with my coach and someone I work with that I'm really struggling to manage my mind with and who I'm very reactive to in a way that is causing me a lot of unnecessary suffering. I am acutely aware of how I show up around this person and of the immense mental energy I waste thinking about this person that could be better utilized in a million other places. And because I work with them, it's not an option to not interact with them. So I'm faced with two choices. Choice one, continue reacting to this person and behaving in a way that I don't like and making myself miserable. Or choice two, allow this person to behave any way they want. (laughs) Now, let me tell you, I had a lot of resistance to option number two, but something my coach said to me during this particular coaching session changed everything for me. She said, what if this person is your curriculum and this relationship is for you to help you learn how to manage your mind when engaging with people you feel tension with? Mind blown. The reality is, Even in a professional setting, people are allowed to behave any way they want to behave. And I know this is challenging and I can feel many of you wanting to argue with me, but the reality is, you know, it's true. You can do whatever you want. And so can I. Now that doesn't mean that there won't be consequences or that you won't be expected to take accountability, but we are allowed to do whatever we want to do. People are allowed to be rude. People are allowed to be insubordinate. People are allowed to be violent, angry, cheat, steal, lie. There's nothing we can do to control other people's behavior. As human beings, as adults, we have free will. And the sooner we accept that, the more at peace we will be. What matters most and what we can control is how we respond to other people behaving the way they're allowed to behave. That part is up to us. So now let's go back to thinking about that person in our life who triggers us to think thoughts that are negative and make us feel frustrated, angry, or any other emotion that has us behaving in a way that we don't deem as acceptable, appropriate, or in line with the person you want to be most. Do you have them in your mind? Take a second. Now, maybe they're a friend, an ex-romantic partner, a family member, a coworker, a boss, a neighbor. I'm sure you have somebody in your mind by now. Start to think about them as a metaphorical tennis player whose sole purpose is to help you get better at the game of life. Now, I grew up playing sports, both soccer and tennis, 
And I've noticed the way I think about things and approach challenges comes from being a lifelong athlete and having that champion's mindset. And you're probably going to hear some of that over the course of this podcast evolution. But for me, mastery and excellence is always the goal. And I really took that from my years of playing competitive sports. And if you've played tennis or watched tennis or really any sport for that matter, one of the best ways to get better at it is to practice and constantly play against worthy opponents. Serena Williams and Rafael Nadal did not become tennis legends by playing only the lowest ranking players in the world, right? No, they were constantly facing off against other top ranked or seated players who forced them to step up their game. The same goes for you. When you interact with someone who challenges you, it forces you to bring your A game. And while it is challenging and it would be easier to only have to deal with people you like or who like you, if you want to become the best version of yourself, a better tennis player for the sake of this metaphor, it is imperative that you have a tough opponent. Each time they hit the ball over the net and across the court, the better they are making your game. With enough practice and experience dealing with the tough shots and facing losses along the way, you learn how to dig deep within yourself, build resilience, and turn your weaknesses into strengths. The same thing applies with becoming better at the game of life. Listen, often we don't want to put in the effort to work on important life skills, especially if we can get by well enough by avoiding it, right? However, when we're forced to work on these skills, especially when faced with a tough opponent we can't shake, we will, and we're better for it. So my advice, reframe how you think about that difficult person in your life and recast them as a metaphorical tennis player. Realize that if you can master how you respond to them, that you will be gaining valuable skills you will possess for life, like being able to set boundaries and maintaining inner calm and patience in tough situations, for example. And the next time you face a difficult opponent, because there will always be more, you'll be that much better equipped to beat them to the net and put the point away without a lot of drama or suffering at your own expense. View your metaphorical tennis player as an opponent who is sent to help you become a stronger leader, a more effective colleague, a more loving partner, or a more compassionate friend. Get curious and figure out what positive qualities this person is here to help you develop by really tuning in to what triggers your negative thinking about them. And then take 100% responsibility for thinking, feeling, and acting the way your highest self wants to think, feel, and act, regardless of what this person does. Because at the end of the day, the person you're struggling to get along with most in your life is going to be your best teacher and will help you become a better player in the game of life, if you're willing to put in the work. Game, set, match. Have a beautiful week, my friends. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for hitting play on another episode of the Woman in Progress podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? Don't worry, the conversation doesn't stop here. Follow me at Samantha Ushado on Instagram and be sure to let me know what part of the episode resonated with you most. I love hearing from you. And if you like the show, please share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. Until next time, here's to being a woman in progress.